Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. A shot of entertainment to the head. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the entertainment. Hey everyone, welcome to the Everly Show Podcast. I got too many things going on here tonight on the podcast, but I just want to say welcome to another exciting show because I have a great guest lined up right now. She's watching me on the other video screen right now, giving me the evil eye like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But I want to welcome to the program tonight none other than the amazing Amazon, Natasha Crane. How you doing there tonight, Natasha? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the shit show, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm multitasking. I, I'm good at multitasking, man. I mean, you can see that right there. You've seen right before uh, going live and everything, just multitasking. I get, and- so distra- I, you know, I get distracted with things, so if I had more than one thing going on, I'd be like, what's this over here? What is, what is that beeping? I don't know where I am. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's it's crazy when you try to multitask and try to do a million like five or six things at one time, you know, and it just it gets it gets to you, man. <laughs> it does. But other than that, I got a control on everything tonight and um I'm happy you're happy you're here tonight, man. I Thank, thanks for taking time out tonight and hanging out with me. <laughs> no problem. I'm glad you asked me cuz you know, like I said, I I've not really been interviewed on a podcast that I didn't run myself. So, I mean, I can't really count that, can I? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit it's a little bit different uh, being on the other side now. I mean, with uh, getting interviewed, instead of doing the interviews, you, you're being interviewed. <laughs> so, it's pretty, di- it's going to be a different experience, <laughs> ain't it? Well, at least I'm not, I don't have to, like, run anything in the background. I'm just sitting here going, uh-huh. I have time. We're good. We're good. I don't have to be anywhere. <laughs> that is awesome. That is. I watched. I watched some of your matches over the over the weekend, and god dang, the matches I pulled. I pulled three three good matches that I thought was really good. I just picked random three random matches, and out of those three random matches, I all I can see in the ring is power and destruction, man. From what you do in the ring with your movesets and just everything. That's really what I'm about. It's the only thing I can do. Would you, could you see me 6'1", 20 doing a flip off the top? Nah. I, <laughs> I'll leave that to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it, it's amazing to see seeing the matches, watching them over the weekend and seeing what what you do in the matches because each each of the three matches I pulled I watched there was something different from with them and really good entertaining and good really good in ring performing and that's that's what I loved I loved about it and I'm gonna talk about which ones did you watch I have to, I'm curious which ones I got I got yeah. it right here on my desktop here I watched your fatal four way you did with uh, Pamela Starr and Casey Dillon and Moxie Molly. I watched that one. Oh right yeah, there. that one was crazy. Yeah, that that was. I didn't expect the finish to be like that. It was crazy. <laughs> it was. 
it was just just the the spots and everything and just how the match finished and i i you got your spots in pretty good and then yeah. when you when you got outside the ring i'm sitting there waiting i'm like when she coming back when she coming back man i mean the rest of the match was fantastic but i was just, right. I, I wanted to see more of you but i enjoyed that fatal four way i enjoy fatal four ways because anything can go during a fatal four oh yeah 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 and then next match i watched was you and uh acr versus sideshow Oh, God, the clowns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we made songs of them that night. Holy cow. <laughs> there, was, there was brutality all over there. Just... Yeah. It... And AC, ACR just does not pull any punches. She stomps, she punches, she kicks. I would, I'm glad she was on my side. I'm, that's all I'm going to say that night. I'm glad she was on my side. <laughs> yeah, it it was it was a really entertaining match. I I enjoyed that right there. When I saw clowns, I said I got to see what happens here, and that was right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to see you got to see what happens with clowns. You got to see clowns getting beat up, man. And that's it was just it was just great. And I like the name they called you, the Terminators. That's what I got. yeah I, yeah. We were we were uh, we were that was, and we were the only one that was really uh, for for. Steve, we were the only ones that were uh, victorious. So, I mean, that kind of tells something about us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, when you team with ACR, that's that's what you, that's what you are, the uh, Terminators? Or is it... Just... Oh, actually, that was the first time that we tagged. And, I mean, she's kind of... I, I would tag with her again in a heartbeat. She was a lot of fun. Yeah, she was she was amazing. She was amazing in the ring. What what I seen, what she did, and I loved oh, yeah. it when you got the clown over there on the ropes and you just giving it to him, man. That was just great. <laughs> it, to me, it seemed like the referee was just hanging out there because it's like he had no order. He had no order during the match. <laughs> it's like what the hell, man? He's like no order. Okay, this is great, man. I. I was like, I was like, this reminds me of AEW tag team match. So this is my, my match right up my alley with no order going on, man. It's just in and out, in and out, man. Anarchy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was anarchy. But you guys, you guys ended up beating the clowns, and that was that was fantastic. I I love that. I definitely love that. And the last match I pulled up was. You versus Nikki Wolf. That Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that that was that was that was pretty good right there watching you and Nikki Wolf there because the the size factor played in because uh, oh, yeah. she she's she's tiny and you're 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 six one, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, that was that was that was a good one too. Yeah, I like that one was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, uh, what I liked about what I liked about that was just the spots and stuff. It was just all power, especially the spot with the turnbuckles going into the turnbuckles, and therefore, yeah. I mean, you were dominant in that match right there. And just when she got the upper hand and she tried to build that momentum, you shut her. You shut her right down, man. You shut her down. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed that, man. I enjoyed that. And I was going through just looking at like. There was stuff on your YouTube channel there of 
new stuff and then stuff from a year. So you got a lot of content on your YouTube channel, which I love, man. You go back and watch any matches, and there's other people who put matches up of of yourself. I mean, just right. I mean, I try to put, I try to, I try to keep myself uh, the things I do pretty current. Um, there's a couple that I haven't posted uh, just because I kind of had a time crunch. Uh, there was a uh, match I did a couple weekends ago at Berwyn Championship Wrestling against Kyo Kendra uh, that I have not posted yet, but I'm going to get that up soon, I promise. Scouts on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's, that's awesome. I'll, be, I'll be definitely be looking forward, uh, forward to seeing that. I definitely will. And some of the stuff that while I was watching her matches, I was like, what am I going to ask Natasha when I have her on? When am I going to ask the amazing Amazon once I have her on? And I wanted to know where, where did it all start for you? Where did you grow up at? Um, as much as I like to say that I'm from Vegas, I do have family in Vegas. So I do kind of pay homage to them. Uh, and I do love Vegas. I mean, who doesn't, but, uh, Midwest, um, I've been in the Midwest most of my life, so I'm right. a Midwest girl, uh, Illinois, so pretty much farm porn bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Midwest, Midwest. That's that's cool. That's cool. When now, when did you start? When did you start watching wrestling? At what age? When when did you? discover wrestling and you're like wow this is just just the great greatest thing i've seen or what when when did that start for you oh god oh many moons ago um i used to watch it with my dad uh like back in the early 80s and i'm really kind of giving myself age right now but <laughs> I, I i love the i loved all the 80s wrestling and i think like once i started actually watching it as a small child and understanding what was going on, like how great of a thing that professional wrestling was, I was automatically hooked and I'm like, I can't wait to start doing this. Although I didn't really start doing it until like 2021, but uh -huh. I was in the back of my mind like, hey, you should go try this out because it looks like something you could do. Nice. Nice. Now, when you were watching, when you were watching it back growing up there, when you were watching it, who who did who did you like when you when you're watching on TV? Who who like like caught your eye? You're like, wow, I love this. I love this talent here. I love this worker here. Um, probably Bret Hart. I was always a Hitman fan. Him and uh, Anvil. I don't know. I'm like I I'm like I would be Bret Hart, and I'd have to I have to find my Anvil. I'm like I have to find this big beefy guy that does this you know like, like weird sadistic ha 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 kind of laugh. And I wear the sunglasses, and I'll, you know, put people in arm bars and side rushing leg sweep and all this crap. And I'm like, I want to be Bret Hart. Um, yeah, I liked his te the technical aspect of uh, what he did. Um, and he had he had a lot of um, like amateur roots, uh, growing up in like a heart dungeon and whatnot. So, yeah, I loved Bret Hart. He was my he was my guy. <laughs> He he had some great matches, man. I mean, like especially especially when he was a tag team, yeah, like the Hart Foundation with uh, Anvil Neidhart. That that was that was amazing. And then when he went on to singles, I mean, he had great feuds with Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn oh, Michaels. God, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for that Iron Man match he had with Shawn Michaels, that was that was yeah, that was that was crazy. That was it was it was an amazing match, and it was, it was crazy because it's like who the hell's going to win this championship? Is it going to be the Hitman or or HPK? And he I mean just a great technical wrestler, and I'd have to say one of my favorite Bret Hart matches was WrestleMania 13 when uh, I quit match Stone Cold Steve Austin man. That one was good, yeah. 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 I liked the ones that he did with uh, Davey Boy and Kurt Hennig. Those were two of my favorites, too. I'm like, these, these can go either way. They're both, you know, especially with Hennig. He was so technically sound like Hart was. I'm like. Yeah. I would definitely watch their shoot. I'm not even lying. I'm like, just just go, guys. Just, just go. Just whatever you guys want to do. I don't care how it ends. I just want to see 15 minutes of good, solid wrestling. Yes. That's it. Yes. Especially if in um, with Davy Boy Smith for the Intercontinental Championship, I think it was SummerSlam '90 or SummerSlam '91. I can't remember. Yeah, they were in uh, over in the UK, and I was like, I really have a feeling how this is going to go, but I can't be, I cannot be mad at this match either way. This is, this is what wrestling should be, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it 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 was that was a fantastic match. Big crowd, biggest crowds they've had for SummerSlam, and they've never topped it. It was almost big as the WrestleMania. How many people? Oh had. yeah, I mean, when you have when you have a good card, I mean, people come to see that stuff, and they'll you'll order it on TV if you can't get there. I mean, mm-hmm. people pay for good wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I I. I pay for the uh, WWE Network. I mean, they got a good, a lot of good content on there. I know they had to like reorganize stuff to make room for other oh, things, yeah. but they still got a lot of good, great content. I like going back and watching the Territory Day Wrestling, like Mid South and Atlantic. Uh, See, that's the stuff know. I like going back and watching. I don't really, I don't really have a lot of time to uh, like watch current wrestling, unfortunately. But I do like to just go back and pop in something from like seventies and eighties. I'm like. That's that's wrestling to me, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. I'm I'm right there with you. I love that stuff because I was a kid and grew up watching that. And then teenager during the Attitude Era because the, the Attitude Era was crazy, man. Especially uh, <laughs> the Monday Night Wars. You had the Monday Night Wars. You had you had WCW going head to head with the with with the WWE at the time, man. I mean, the Monday Night Wars was just fantastic because a lot of stuff and. I'd have to say my favorite would have to be uh, Steve Austin, The Rock, and Triple H, and The Undertaker. I mean, just they put on some great stuff. And, you know, and WC- right, definitely. Yeah, WCW side had some great stuff, too. I mean, they had, you know, you had the NWO, you had Hogan turning bad, and just just some great the cruiserweights. I mean, you had Rey Mysterio, you had Eddie Guerrero, um, Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho. Which, I mean, just oh, I love Jericho. God, <laughs> <laughs> Jericho. The first time I saw him, I went, "This guy is this guy is something." And I'm like, thirty years later, I'm like, he's still something. You know, like twenty five, thirty years later, I'm like, this guy is still something. Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, he's still holding his own, man, even at his age and stuff. And he, he, the guy is busy. He, he, uh, he wrestles, he performs with his band, Fozzie, and he does, he does talk as Jericho. I mean, the guy is like, and, and he, and he has his own cruise. So (laughs) he has his own cruise. I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> like he's living the best life right now. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. He he definitely is living the best life. I mean, who who wouldn't you know what? I've seen Fozzie three times, and I and I every I just I just love him. Uh, and I actually went out to uh, L.A. in September. And uh, I saw Fozzie open up for Iron Maiden, so that was insane. I was like, does like, life get any better than this? I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> That's amazing. Other than maybe, like, being on, like, a WrestleMania card. Other than that, I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> I would like to see, I like to see Iron Maiden, man, especially uh, Bruce Dickinson running around on stage, man, and... At his age, and he still performs like he's 20. And his, uh, you know, and I said to everyone, I'm like, this guy has CD quality vocals. Yeah, he does. Like almost 70. And I'm like, who else can do this? I'm like, I, show me one person. You know, you can't. You can't convince me. No, I mean, yeah, he's like Mick Jagger. He's up there running around and just performing at like, yeah, like he's 20 and just living living a you know living a great life there i mean the worst mistake iron maiden made was when uh when they got rid of bruce dickinson and i was glad that they got him back have you noticed that a lot of bands at one time like your favorite band i know i have some favorite bands that got rid of their lead singer and the lead singers come back i mean like recently what kill switch engage got their oh, yeah back man i mean just that that's amazing and just uh you know back even back in the day motley crew you know vince neal left and then vince came back <laughs> right the, yeah. the, but the funny thing is, but the funny thing about that is um like back in like the 80s and 90s when ozzy left black sabbath they're like well what is ozzy gonna do now bam he comes out with a solo album and and uh, he he knocked the world on its ass let's yeah. be real they, they're like can he do it alone yes he can yeah. Yes, he can, and he did, and he's still going strong. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 is. He's definitely going strong at his age and stuff. And I was a little bummed there to hear about the uh, the uh, Parkinson's that he may have. Man, it's like shit. You know. Right. It's like, well, I don't know if I'll ever see him now, but. Uh... Uh, <laughs> I I know. I just. I, I would have liked to get to see him at least once. I mean, that would be that would be amazing, you know. I mean, I wanted to see Black Sabbath though, but they they're pretty much they're done. I mean, they. they oh it. yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had a time machine, I'd be like in the you know sixties and seventies, going to all the concerts, going <laughs> all right. Well, I know the hype now. I understand what this hype was, you know. Yeah, yeah. His hype was just amazing and stuff. I like Black Sabbath when they got Ronnie James Dio in there. They put out some great stuff. Heaven and Hell. I mean, I have one of their albums that, that has Ronnie like, James even Dio. Even though they kind of had that different sound with Ronnie James, it still kind of had that Black Sabbath feel. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that Ronnie James, can you, he's like Freddie Mercury. You can put him any, basically in any group, and he'd be like, yeah, I can do this. This is easy. I mean... Yeah. It's like this is what I want. This is the sound, and here's what we're going to do. Right, right. And they'll and they'll sell. It's easy, you know. Yeah, it's he. I I loved him in uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Man, he put he he did some really good good songs, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was that was good stuff. Yeah that 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 that's the shit you rock out to. 
I <laughs> I, I listen to uh, on Sirius XM. I listen to Ozzy's Boneyard, and of course they're oh, throwing yeah. Rain, yeah. Rainbow in there, man. Sitting there listening, man, on top of Silver Mountain. I love that. I mean, yeah, the Silver Mountain. I love that. It's just Richie. And don't Black. Try, nobody can tell me that once you hear that and you don't try to do it yourself, you're like, no one's looking. I'm the man on the Silver Mountain. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. This is a dust. Yeah, I do. I'm driving down the road. I'm driving down the highway, like going to work in the morning or if I'm like coming back. In the afternoon from work, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there hauling ass and just sitting there jamming out. And I'm saying, of course, I am in my car, and people's looking at me like, "What the hell's this guy?" You know, I'm like, I drive by and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, just driving by, and I'm like, you know, Simmons going like that. It is amazing. It is. Now, when now when you got into watching wrestling and became a fan of it and stuff, when did you decide for yourself? You said, "You know what? I'm going to do this. I want to do this." How? When did you decide you wanted to do it, and how did you go about doing it? Um. Well, I saw like in my area, like the, the, the like the independent federations and whatnot. And some of them would have, like, training schools and whatnot. So I'd go to check them out, you know. And after a few practices, I just kind of went, yeah, I mean, once I get used to this, I think I could do this. And, um, you know, I started with a lo- one, of the local, one of the local feds. And uh, after, like, six months, seven months, uh, when they started running shows, they had me, like, managing and doing whatnot uh, to kind of get like acclimated to the uh, audience and like what to do and this and that. So, uh, yeah, I think I had my first match like after a year, um, after a year of like when I started. So, okay, that was fun. Um, I don't remember much about it because it was a little a little bit ago. But I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. So I mean, I was kind of stuck with it for a while, uh-huh. and. Um, and kind of took off from there. Oh, okay, okay. So, when going in, going in the training and everything and stuff. Um, I mean, who, uh, where, would you do? Where'd you go for tra- uh, training and everything and stuff? Did you? Um, um back then, um, it was a uh, like I said, it was called Wicked Wrestling. Uh huh. Um, and they had a they had a ring, and they would do set up, and they would run practices and whatnot. So, uh, like before shows, and like during uh, like during the week or whatever, like whenever everyone could get together and uh, run a run a practice. So, okay, okay. Now you're you, getting out there and having your first match. Of course, of course, we all re- you you remember your first match. How how was your first how was your first match that you had? Oh, the <laughs> first match back in like early two thousands. Oh yeah, it's not on YouTube, and if I ever found it, it would be burned. Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was bad. Was it? Um, it's it's a lot. I, I'm, a, I'm a lot better now, but it was so bad. Oh, it was it was terrible. Oh wow. Well, it was it was that bad, huh? It was so bad. How bad was it? 
<laughs> so bad it's not on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that's at least that's good. It's not on. It's not on. Uh, it's not on YouTube. There. I mean, <laughs> it never happened. Well, it never happened. Then did it? Never happened. Nope. Nope. Delete. <laughs> Delete. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now, what being it being out there, being on the being on the road. In wrestling for promotions, what what promotions have you have you worked for? Have you wrestled for? Oh, uh, right now I'm with Southland Championship Wrestling. I got my shirt, my SCW shirt on. Nice. Um, a friend of mine actually uh, mentioned that uh, they were looking for uh, like more like more people to train. So I went down there uh, to Bradley, Illinois, where they uh, where they run. And I checked out the uh, school, and I really enjoyed it. I like I liked everybody there, and I felt like I clicked with everyone. So I felt like that was kind of a good time to return, and you know, do what I could, do what I wasn't able to do uh, my first run, basically. So mm-hmm. um, I'm also I've worked with uh, ARW Pro. Uh, they're out of Northwest Indiana, um, and I'm also currently working with um, Phoenix Pro. They're up in uh, Holman, Wisconsin. Uh, it's, it's basically like Minnesota. Like you take another couple steps and you're in Minnesota. Uh, it's like really close. And uh, and I had a match with um, Berwyn Championship Wrestling a couple weeks ago. So. Oh, wow. So, so pretty much, so pretty much you've, you've been... <laughs> You wrestle for a lot of promotions, man. That's that's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm always trying to get out there more. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. you're building it. You're building that. You're building that resume, man. That's that's the best thing to do. Trying. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, and uh, that uh, that Damian Saint guy. You know, I'm not, I'm not. There might be some mixed opinions about him, but you know, without him, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. And uh, he's he's kind of like poking me in the ass going, hey, hit these people up. Hey, hit those people up. And I've been trying to, trying to, like, go, yeah, I need to do this. So um, I'm kind of lazy when I, when I do it. I'm like, hey, <laughs> do you have any open spots? And they're like, yeah, sure, give me some video. And then, like, three weeks later, I'm like, here you go. Just, I totally, like, I space out. Right. And, like, in between, like, practice and, like, gym and, like, other life shit, I just go, did I get back to that guy? Like with you, I was like, <laughs> I waited a few days and went, yeah, I'm, I'm totally interested. And then I went, yeah, I want to do this. And I really should. <laughs> I really should. And then finally I went, damn it, I'm going to put my foot down and we're going to do it. And I'm not going to back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I was sitting there. At least at least you got back with me. I had I had one person... This is a few years ago. I had one person reach out to me. They hit me up email and everything and said, hey, I want to come on. And uh, this is what I do. And this is what I discuss. And I was like, okay, okay, this is cool. So when when it came down for the time and everything to get them on and stuff, I had everything set up, ready to go. I'm going to go live or record. I sat here and I waited and I waited. And so I hit him up on social and I was looking at his stuff and I'm like, man, he hasn't updated nothing in like since 2013. He hasn't updated his Twitter. Yet, Facebook. Oh my God. I was like, 
what the hell? So I, I sent him back out. And I'm like, I'm like, you going to come on? What's, what's going on? Did you die? Are you alive? Take yeah. He never got back with me. So I said, all right. Oh, well. So I just, uh, you know, I just went on, went on, went on about my way and just cut, cut my losses, you know, but I had one time Billy, Billy Sparks. I've had her on. I don't know if you've heard of Billy Sparks. Have you? Um, not really. Um, I mean, if you if you, if I if I saw something, I might recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, like with, with independence, I mean, people are in and out all the time. So right. I'm like, I'd have to like actually like watch someone and go, yes, I really like recognize this person or not. Okay, okay. I had I had her on. I had her on, and I had I sent her a message, and it was like almost a month. I sent her a message, so I didn't hear nothing back from her on Facebook. I was sitting there one day. Um, it was right around the time last year when we down here in Daytona when we had that bad hurricane, and I went to Tampa. Yeah, I went to Tampa, so I'm there Tampa at my aunt, aunt's house, sitting there, you know, riding out, you know, a hurricane that never did hit. So I mean, I took every precaution there is and everything. But right, I mean, it's one of those things where you have to go. I have to anticipate this thing coming in and wrecking my shit. I can't just go. Oh, it won't hit. Like a lot of, like a lot of, I've noticed a lot of people in Florida will do that. Yeah. Like, like Florida and like Louisiana and like all the coastal states. They're like, oh, it won't hit. And then like their shit gets wiped out. And um, my husband used to live in like the New York, New Jersey area. He would tell me uh, all about uh, nor'easters, and I went, I never ever wanted. I don't even want to hear about. I mean, we get some shit in the Midwest, <laughs> but like I don't even want to hear about. Something that goes up the coast, goes out in the ocean, gets more strength, comes back around. And I'm like, I cannot deal with this 20 feet of Buffalo, New York bullshit. I know. Just leave me out of it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. We'll take a break and give a shout out to the sponsors of Podcast City Network. The following support and sponsor, Podcast City Network. City Limits Catherine, Sports Bar in Deland, Florida. As brew on tap, serves food, the grilled cheese is excellent. For upcoming events, check out City Limits Taproom on Facebook.com slash City Limits Taproom. Three Count Design offers a wide range of graphic design products, video, photography, and other forms of media. Everything from t-shirt designs to websites. Visit Facebook.com slash Three Count Design for more. All supporters and sponsors are brought to you by Podcast City Network. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. For more of The Everett Lee Show on social media, follow and like The Everett Lee Show on Facebook, The Everett Lee Show. Twitter, at The Everett underscore Lee. Instagram, Everett Lee Show. Audio versions of this podcast and previously released podcast can be found on everettleeshow.podbean.com. Stitcher Radio, The Everett Lee Show. Give a rating and comment. Apple Podcast. The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. YouTube, The Everett Lee Show, subscribe to the channel. The Everett Lee Show, your shot of entertainment to the head. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets. PodcastCity.net Facebook.com slash PodcastCityNetwork. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at PodcastCityNet. Only on 
Podcast City Network. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. three years i've run from probably about like three hurricanes it's gotten worse and i ended up ended up this time last year i went to tampa and i was hanging out at my aunt's and i'm sitting there on her porch sitting there drinking a cup of coffee talking to my aunt and everything and talking to my family and all of a sudden bone goes off and i'm looking at him oh and then she apologized really cool about it and stuff and said she was hardly on facebook she gets hit up all the time you know what messages so i can i can understand that Right. You know how it is. It's when your your messenger ends up like a list of people just hitting you up randomly, and it, my my message got mixed up in the mix, and uh, we set a date and we planned it and stuff there. But yeah, I just <laughs> that's that's pretty fun, you know, pretty pretty funny there because I know I've I figured you were probably busy with stuff with training yeah. having matches so i was like in between she'll she'll get a hold of me and let me know what's up and uh i know i i messaged one person around that time too before billy hit me up and i never heard nothing back <laughs> nothing so i was like all right <laughs> no twitter to get a hold of them i was like how do i get a hold of this person i was like talent talent's hard harder to get a hold of man i was thinking i was like you know what i should be a wrestler or maybe debt collectors would call me <laughs> They right. can't get a hold of me. <laughs> so true. Yeah, yeah. There's no way to get a hold of them. You know, it's like live by. I could probably just do what Hillbilly Jim does. Man, he lives out in Kentucky. All he has is one land landline, and it's probably um, you know, his number's unlisted. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it is yeah. one of those things where you're like, you know, if you're just not interested, just say no. I'm like, I've got other things that I have to be doing. Just say, you know. Maybe at a later date. Right now, I'm, I, you know, shit's kind of shit's kind of hitting the fan right now. I don't have time. Fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you have time. All right, fine. You know. Yeah. I also had I also hit up a guest one time, and they were in a major movie. They played an extra for a scene, and so I hit them up and we did conversation back and forth on I think it was like on Twitter, and I said, yeah, I do do a podcast. Love to have you come on. This was like about three, four years ago. And they said, oh, great. Uh, contact my agent. I was like, yeah, I'll get back with you. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, when I hear, yeah, get back yeah, get back with my agent, it's probably not going to be a good thing. They're probably one a little, you know, and it's like, I don't have that. <laughs> it's like I'm asking you, damn it. Yeah. Just say yes or no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, come on, I'm going to promote you. Come on, free advertisement. <laughs> Right? <laughs> it's like you were in the background of some obscure 80s movie. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like off your high horse, man. Come on, just yes or no. And it'd be like a half hour at the most and just pull bullshit and do it. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, just just BS, man. I just. Uh, oh, people. Oh. Yeah. People, people sometimes, like Jim Morrison said, people are strange. He was not lying about that. <laughs> In all of his drug-induced highs, that's one one truth he did uh, lay out upon the world. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there were someone was talking about talking about uh, brought up about someone who wasn't dead but was alive, 
And I threw out there, I always say this, I said, you know Jim Morrison's live, he's out in the desert. And they're like, what? It's right. <laughs> you, like, yeah. can do, you can throw out like a Tupac or Biggie and you're like, they're still alive? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Man. Government was lying to me the entire time, damn them. <laughs> they're in protective custody, man. They're probably over in the suburbs, you know, with the, you know, li living a, you know, a normal life. <laughs> <sighs> like, like we're the, or we're the Millers. Did you ever see that? <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen it, but I've, I've heard of it. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. It definitely is a great movie. <laughs> what, um, your matches that we talked about earlier about the three matches I watched now, out of all the matches that you've had, which one would have to be your favorite? Which one that sticks out more than in any of the matches you've been in? Um, for the, my current run, um, my, my little, uh, few that I've got going with Angus McDuff. It's, I love fighting guys. Cause it's uh -huh. just, I'm like, I'm their size and I'm like, I can hang with these guys. I can kick their ass. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, that one and uh, the one with uh, uh, Casey Dillon. Uh, we had an actual singles match, um, but unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever get to see a rematch or anything like that. Um, she did retire due to a knee injury, I believe. So, unfortunately, um, that's one uh, match I'll probably never get a repeat of. But, right. but yeah, usually when I when I when I uh, work with the guys, I. I just seem to have more fun, you know. Yeah. They just seem to be more like down with whatever. Sometimes, so. Yeah the the in the inner the inner gen uh, I can't even say that intergender yeah, intergender <laughs> intergender matches. That's I was thinking about that when I was watching your matches over the weekend. I'm sitting there watching your matches, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself. I said, here recently, if if you notice, especially like in the last, almost last two years, those type of matches have become more popular, but they've been going on for forever, have they not? Right, but they, they become more mainstream, and I kind of like that. Um, it kind of, it just kind of broadens your horizon, uh, like your like horizon, and like you just add more people to the people you, to your resume that you've worked with. Right. So, I mean, it's, I think it's a good thing. I mean, as long as it's done right, I'm all for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how they, how, they, how they book it, how they present it, how the story's told outside the ring and how the story's told inside the ring, I believe that, that all plays a factor. That's, that's wrestling right there because you can tell a great story with a great uh, buildup and with a great story in the ring. You definitely can do right. that. You definitely can do definitely. that. It just depends on how it's booked, and it's if if it's booked right and everything, and all those factors playing a key. Like for me, I'm in, man. I'm I'm totally in. I definitely <laughs> definitely like to definitely like to see it. I definitely did. Especially if you get guy uh, like a guy and a girl uh, that are close in size, and then you beat the crap out of each other. It's so much more fun. You're like, whoa, she kicked some serious ass. <laughs> it's like she's afraid of nothing. I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say one of your moves that that I find impressive that I, I've noticed I caught you do is that um is that uh 
that uh, front power slam, man. Just how you pick them up and just boom, you just hit them off oh, the mat. The good old Mark Henry slam. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorites because I don't – you see a lot of people like do a, a standard body slam, and I'm like, oh, let's let's bring back the uh, the front Mark Henry slam. I'm like, let's do that. Yeah. Um, And the uh, – I don't see many people doing the uh, – uh, black hole slam, and I like to pull that out every now and again. That's that's one of my that's one of my fortes. I'll just I'll like out like a Randy Orton out of nowhere, just bam, <laughs> they're done. <laughs> that's that's and great. It really is, if you look at it, and if you if you think about it, it is kind of one of those uh, moves that you can almost pull out of anywhere. You can just do like a rip cord, pull them back in, bam, they're done. You know. Right, right. And I I love it. Uh, I love it. Especially when you do that front, when you do that front, uh, Mark Henry power slam, you let out that big yell, and it's like, boom! Ah, I do that yes. with my uh, with the uh, my side slams too. I'm just I'll hold them there for a minute, and then I'm like, oh, when are you gonna drop? When are you gonna drop? You don't know? Oh, now! <laughs> <laughs> like you don't see your death coming, but it's 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 here. You're gonna die today. <laughs> Now, when I when I see it, uh, when I see your opponent in the turnbuckle, what I've noticed too is when you come charging at him into the turnbuckle, it kind of it reminds me of the power and the strength of uh, Braun Strowman for some reason. I I don't. Oh, know. he's another one of my favorites. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get these hands. I'm like, I can't say that, but I, somebody's gonna get these hands. Yeah. <laughs> I could make it turn into somebody's gonna get bodied because I tend to body people a lot. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it, a roller derby. I'm just like ah, hockey. Ah, roller derby. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be brutal out there if you did roller der- roller derby, man. You would be brutal. <laughs> you would. Yeah, one you would the, dominate. One of the trainees that one of actually one of the trainees uh, used to do roller derby, and she's still invo- heavily involved with it. She doesn't really skate anymore. She's had like too many injuries or whatever. Uh huh. But it's, the problem with that is that you'd have to put me on roller skates, and I can't skate to save my life. If I didn't have to wear wheels on my feet, I, I would be all about it. I'd just be like, <laughs> I'd be all about it. I'm like, I can't skate, though. I'm very clumsy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that I feel that if you did if you did roller derby, I feel that you would you would dominate that man. You you definitely would dominate it and i'd feel bad for your victims i i definitely would because they they there'd be no place for them to go man there would be no place for them to run because i mean or actually the skate it'd be like oh no here she comes here comes natasha ah, close line <laughs> or, or just a little hip check i mean just to throw you off balance like oh sorry about that <laughs> So on your second go around, you're like, "Hey, Roadkill." <laughs> that's amazing. That, that's amazing. I, I, I love it. the name, so yeah, you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You are you are an amazing talent. I I loved loved and was entertained by the matches, and it's just uh, you you got really got a really good move set because when I the first when I watched that first match, I've sat there watching, and I was like. All I thought was the this word came to my mind, power. I said, "Oh power. yeah, power." She's a she's a powerhouse, and that's good. That's good. And when you had that match with Nikki Wolf, 
I love the fact you, you showed your power. David in that and match. Goliath. Yeah. It was total David and Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely it definitely was. It was one of those because when she started like like I said earlier, when she started coming with that comeback, you shut it you shut it down. And, Get out of here. Uh, yep. One, two, three. I tell you, I went last year out here in Daytona. Uh, AEW came out for the fighter of Fighter Fest. Yeah. I was mad when Nyla Rose lost against uh I I can't I know. I was I was sad. I'm like Come on. I was I was upset by that. because I, I, I stood up and I yelled, I said I said and people were looking at me like, What the hell is his problem? I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, That's bullshit. Yeah. I yelled and someone looked at me and I said I said and I looked at my wife and I said I said Big person should not be defeated by a little person. I was like, come on, no, no. I was like, and when we were leaving, I, I even told my wife, I said, Nyla, I said, the only thing I'm upset is Nyla Rose match. She's a winner there, boom, boom, squashed him. One, two, three, went off. That's it. Right, right. Yeah. That's just just how I how I felt about that. I was I was upset about that because I was because uh, it's like Nyla is a powerhouse, and they need to display that because what she's doing in the ring. And then they just come in and just, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, who, was her, who was her opponent on that one? Um, I, I, it, was, it was two Japanese girls, and I can't say their name to save my life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because they're... She was like, I'm uh, for that when they were introducing the women's title or whatever, and that, and she had that match with that one little skinny girl. Yeah. And I'm like, I know how this is gonna go, and I don't want it to be, and I don't want it to end this way. I think, I think either, if she either, um, been like she went, uh, that Nyla went over, or that it was declared some kind of like no contest, like she got herself disqualified somehow, and then like kind of built. Do like some kind of other match or whatever, but I don't think she should have been taken out like right there because um, yeah. it kind of killed any momentum that she had. Uh -huh. um, but again, I'm not a, I'm not the booker, so I mean I can't. Uh, yeah. That's all I can really say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're talking about AEW, now you said you really don't watch current wrestling like WWE and NXT or AEW? I mean, you watch... I, I, watched the, I did watch the Rumble, uh, and before that, I don't think I've caught, like, a Raw or anything. I generally kind of tune in for, like, pay-per-views and whatnot when I kind of have time. Okay. Uh, I'll put them in, like, a save folder, and then sometimes I watch them, I'll skim over them, and sometimes I'll just be like, I don't have time. So... Uh-huh. I know, I'm, I'm terrible. I, but I do... Uh, they do, like, a lot of independent shows. So I do... I do... I do um, I do investigative work on the independent level. <laughs> I don't really do it like on the big screen, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, because you're you're not the first you're not the first uh, independent wrestler that's that said that. Because I've I've asked uh, I've asked I think uh, a few, and they said they they only catch it when they can, and they don't really keep up with it. But they they they're familiar with the talent and everything that's in the promotion. Oh yeah, yeah. Now. If you could have a match with someone in a AEW, NXT, or WWE, who would that be? 
Um, I don't really watch a whole lot of NXT, but um, and I don't really know a lot of their names. But I mean, I think I think everyone that's actually in the NXT um, is where they should be. I like their I like the NXT division. Um, it's kind of like the step before getting on the main roster. So right. you kind of like hone your skills a little. It's like in between like independent and main roster. So I mean, it's it's kind of good for um, people that want to take that next step um, and get to the big, you know, get to the uh, big leagues. Um, NXT or uh, AEW? Um, probably Nyla. Nyla. Probably, probably Nyla. I don't know. The first time I saw her, I went, "Eat her shit." Oh. Um, I don't know. I, I seem to work with better with bigger people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I oddly, oddly enough, uh, this would probably be my uh, last match ever. But uh, Bray Wyatt, I'd have a match with him in a heartbeat. I don't know why. I absolutely love Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm glad that they're actually making him the monster that he should be. Yeah. That, I mean, like, with the whole mask and the split personality thing and the... I thought it was creepy at first, and then I went, oh, this is fucking brilliant. This is the most brilliant thing that they've done in a long time. A yeah. long time. It is. And then, it, of course, I'd have a match with Jared. It would be a shit fest. Just us canning each other like, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah, the the Bray Wyatt character, I know I I love it because I love how he separates both of them, and oh, yeah. and at TLC when he went out to face the Miz, it was Bray Wyatt, not the yeah fiend. yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, it's supposed to be like the Fiend, and he's this guy with his little button-down shirt, and he's all happy, and he's all coming out, and like, hey everybody. <laughs> And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I know, it, but the, he was over. He was still over with the fans. That was the amazing part oh, about God, it. Yeah. That's what that's what I loved about it. He was still this guy being the fiend because we've seen the fiend so so many times already, and him coming out as the Bray Wyatt from the Firefly Funhouse out there in the ring, yeah, like button up and everything, and he had a great match with The Miz. And you did see elements of The Fiend, but you still... Right, it's like a contained, like, oh, wait, we can't let him out. He's not, this isn't his time to be out today. This is, he needs yeah. to be back in the little, his little cage in the corner <laughs> uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it it definitely it definitely definitely was interesting how they did that, and I was I was fine with it at first. I was like, really, but when I saw the fans' reaction and sitting there watching that, I said to myself, I said, you know what? I said, this I is good. Yeah, I get I get it I get it because it's two separate characters, and he he's had a he's had a hard time trying to find a character, find any gimmick, because this is like the third time he's actually come up with something. Right. Um, and I, here's the thing, though. I, like, when he first came out, like, they would, it seemed like they kind of wanted, it was like at the tail end of, like, the Undertaker's run, and they wanted another Undertaker. And I don't, they, and they came out with Bray Wyatt and the famous family and all this, other this, that, and whatnot. And unfortunately, they had the intro perfect. That that kind of instilled the 
curiosity and a little fear into the fans. Yeah. But then when he kept losing, it, it kept killing his momentum and like, and like in situations that he probably should not have lost. Right. right. Um, they they really they really buried that and then. Um, like that second, I call this the second wind with the fiend and the Firefly Funhouse and all that. And I'm like, I'm not sure if the fans are going to take him back so quickly. And when everyone started to like cheer for him and they 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 understood what was going on and like, I was so happy. I'm like, yes, this is what this is what his first run should have been. <laughs> yeah, that it that's that's what that's what it should it should have been because I know he. He did the Husky Harris character, which, which didn't work out too well, and then him doing the the Bray Wyatt all the way up until, you know, he reinvented himself there. I even liked the stuff he did with Matt uh, Matt Matt Hardy. The uh, award, you know, some of it was like hit and miss. I'm like, some of it was really good, and something. And the next week, you're like, oh, that kind of fizzled a little. Yeah, yeah, it it, it did, but it, it was great. It was great. Them cutting promos in, on each other was fantastic. That, I yeah, that. that was that was that was the takeaway. That's the takeaway. We're like we're gonna take we're gonna take the uh, promos from this, and we're just gonna forget the rest. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was amazing. Just those promos they had going back and forth, man. Because they that was entertaining. Because at one point I didn't know what the fuck they were saying, and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm like, sure I they didn't either. There was kind of like. Like Macho Man on a cocaine rant, a rant, and just like, what is he saying? Who cares? Just, just keep the camera on him. He's still going, and he's pulling creamers yeah. out of his shirt, going cream the crop, right? I'm like, just let him go. Just, just, just let him go. It, it, this is good stuff. Trust me. One day in like 20, 30 years, you're gonna go back. Or you're gonna watch this, and you're gonna go. I'm glad we kept that camera. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like the sweat. And then getting so into it, and I'm like, yeah, this this is what it should be. This yeah, it's it it's definitely what what it should be. Yeah, you're talking about Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior. You know, we did take the spaceship full of rocket fuel and go to the moon. Ah, yeah, and, and then and then you kind of like switch the dynamic, um, and then you go to like a Jake the Snake promo, and he's just very calculated, and he talks in a very low, slow voice, and you're like. Bring the cocaine guys back. This is creeping me the fuck out. And he brings out the pythons and all that. And I'm like, as much of a snake lover as I am, I'm like, just leave the snake, and I'm going to hang out with the snake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that snake. I love this promos because his promos, the psychology of Jake Roberts, yes. is so great. I mean, even Diamond Alice Page was like he that's what he wanted to come across when he he was in wrestling was the psychology of Jake Roberts and I right. was I was surprised since you brought up Jake Roberts I was surprised that I watched the um on the WWE network when uh Steve Austin was talking with Undertaker and mm-hmm. he, he he asked Undertaker you know at that time who was the guy you went to and I was I was like really because it made a lot of sense now when he said he was he went to Jake Roberts back during his like if you if you watched the Undertaker we started when Paul Bear was cutting the promos for him he's like Hulk Hogan you will rest and in peace and he's just he had that cadence to his voice and I'm like it was it, 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 you're right it did touch a lot on Jake Roberts because he had that very calculated uh 
uh, he had a very calculated promo. And I'm yeah. like, with The Undertaker, you wouldn't have to be like jumping around screaming. He'd just look at the camera and go, do his thing, and that's all you'd have to do. I'm like, that would scare the pants off of me. I don't know about you, but that would scare the shit out of me. I'm like, I don't want to fight this guy now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, same, same he here. He doesn't even have to say anything. He just stands there like, and does the eye roll thing. No, I'm good. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm good. I'm out of here. I don't need this. <laughs> yeah he 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 cut some he cut some really good promos he, even what i when i liked about undertaker was when he did cut a promo he, he it's he didn't really have to cut a promo when he was in the ring because the emotion on his face told that story and what oh, he yeah. felt because you felt it when he was in the ring with someone it it definitely was definitely yeah, it, it definitely was something that you would feel while you're watching it. And I was so happy after all these years watching him grow up on while I was growing up, watching him on TV. In 2015, me and my wife, we decided to go up to New York and we went to SummerSlam. And I finally uh-huh. got to see the dead man in person. I kid you not. Just like they said with his entrance. My the hair on my arms stood up. Yes, and even like even when you watch it on TV, you're like you just get that you just get that little tingle. You're like, ooh, I get it. This is what it is. This is this is what we came here for. This is the worthy price of admission. You know, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it it definitely was definitely was worth the price of uh, a mission because just right over there, I got a. Uh, couple of the uh chairs from uh oh, right. yeah. you, you, so you got like floor seats where you pay a little extra and you get to keep the chair and all that shit that's good stuff yeah it is it is there's only two pay-per-views that me and my wife went to that where we got the uh the floor chairs the first one was in uh july of 2014 at battleground in tampa we went we went to that one and then mm-hmm. we got the floor chairs for that one. We were right there when Roman Reigns was coming right down. When he was, uh-huh. coming, yeah, he was basically the crowd entrance still. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that was that was amazing. That was amazing, and uh, we we had a really good time right there. And I can always go back and network and like, yeah, I sat right there, man, because I was holding the signs. I held the sign that said Everett, and I held 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 a sign that said Roman Reigns, and then. At of course SummerSlam 2015, we got we kept those chairs too, being up there in Brooklyn, which was amazing. Oh, nice. We got the, my wife got the package where we went back the following night for Monday Night Raw, so we were sitting on the hard camera side, which was amazing. And, right. And then we that morning before SummerSlam, we got to meet. I got to meet Paige and Seth Rollins. Nice. Yeah, Paige was cool. Seth, he was playing it off like. I walked up. I was wearing an Ambrose shirt. I'm like, "Hey, how's it going, Rollins?" And he's like, hey. "You know." I'm like, "Here, right?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hey, we're taking a picture." And he's like, "Huh?" It's like, click, <laughs> and it's like goodbye, and then walked off. You know, and then that- it, it, yeah, like like when he, like when they're at like shows and stuff. I'm sometimes like I'll go into autopilot and like just like yeah, okay, let's do that. And he's probably like autopilot. I got to get in and I got to get my shit ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these damn fans want a picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was actually one of the most nerve for me. It was a little bit nerve wracking experience meeting meeting someone because we lined up because we had a breakfast there before we did the meet and greet and we're sitting there at the table, me and my wife, 
and we're sitting there trying to figure out who we we're going to meet. And I, I had the table laugh, and I said, for all we know, we probably might meet uh, Steam Lombardi, the B- Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <They're laughing>. <laughs> I've been like, you know what, for humor's sake, this is great. This is probably the best day of my life. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was great, but when we got up there, they're like, they're like, come on, come on, come on, hurry, 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 come on, take a picture. Okay, nice. All right, next, next, hurry, hurry, come on. By the time we got done, there was like an hour left to do whatever, you know. And I was like, I looked at my wife. Right. I, was, I was like, really? I was like, what the hell just happened? I was like, you I, know, unfortunately, with like a lot of meet and greets and like with cons, I know my husband's been to a lot of Star Trek cons and and the comic cons and shit like that. And they do that. They'll just rush people through. And I'm like, you know, if you've got like a three-hour slot, you kind of time it out. Yeah. How this how this should be going, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have a 45-minute conversation with somebody, but, you know. Yeah. Going to have like a couple well, minutes. I appreciate your work. I love you in the ring or on this TV show, movie, whatever. Get a picture. Get an autograph. And move the fuck on. <laughs> You know, I, like a minute, two, three at tops. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not expecting a full blown conversation with the person, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. I breathe in and say hello. You know. Yeah. <laughs> when I was at Firefest last year, I was mm-hmm. sitting. Me and my wife were sitting next to this guy who came, who was on vacation, and he came down from Coco just to come up, and he's like, "I heard about this. to come up here and." And he he had like one of those professional cameras to take pictures and stuff. So we saw down at at the bottom of the uh, towards like the entrance there. It was it looked like um, it. Shoot, I'm trying to remember. He was in in it. He's in NXT Undisputed Era. uh, Bobby Fish. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he he said he said hey. I want to. Um, could you could you take a picture with me and Bobby Fish? I said, yeah, we'll go down there. We'll say, hey, what's up? So we went down there, and he was talking to Chase Owens, and we kind of walked up and we kind of gave him, you know, we gave him respect and not like walked up, barged up there, be like, oh, take a picture. So we waited. This dude walked by and he did a double take. So he's double take. I said, no. I said, don't, don't. And he was like. Bobby Fish. I was like, son of a bitch, man. I, was like, I took one. I guess, like, look what I started. Yeah, yeah, because it was like he was, no one noticed him. And it took one person to walk by and walking. And I'm like, no. It's slow motion. You're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm like, son of a bitch. And yeah, and then he, he got out of there quick. And the, and the guy, he was like, man, I was what? And I said, I said, dude, there'll be other opportunities. He goes, yeah, like the Gorillas of Destiny over there. I was like, yeah, let's get in line and look at meet them. So we right, we, right. Yeah. He's like, well, we're not gonna we're not gonna walk away from sting empty-handed. Let's get over there and uh, let's yeah. at least make something of our day. Yeah, yeah. Those guys, those guys are freaking cool, man. They're fucking cool. If you meet meet Gorillas of Destiny, yeah, uh, Tonga Tong. Uh, I can't even say their name. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen them guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're they were they're they're fucking great, man. I mean, they they were chill, man. You walked up there like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, you know, just really welcoming and just awesome, awesome to meet. And uh, Simon Grimm, he was he was hanging out there. I, I watched him in NXT when he wrestled here in Daytona 
uh-huh. Simon Gotch back back when he was with uh with Aiden English as the you know Von Villains and oh yeah 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 he was just he was just uh just sitting there just chilling and after the show and I walked by and I was like I just walked up I was like hey what's up Simon and I was like shook his hand and I had a little conversation with him real quick and I said uh just want to say uh thanks for everything you did at NXT and I enjoyed it and thanks for everything you're doing at ROH really love what you're doing and I said I seen you out here and he was like oh yeah man he says yeah that place was nuts at that uh center he said me and the, we saw the cops taste some homeless guy in the back I was like oh. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's Daytona for you. I was like, yeah, over in that part of town, yeah. I was like, well, uh, wrestlers say the darnest things. Yeah, I loved it. But I shook his hand. I said, uh, uh, nice talking to you, and take it easy, and didn't ask for a picture or nothing. I just walked off. That was it. And I told someone that, and they're like, you didn't get a picture. I'm like, no, I just wanted to say hey. Like, I had a five minute conversation with the guy. I'm like, that's good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet he was probably like, he didn't even ask for a uh, picture. That's strange. It's like, now I just want to say, hey, what's up? You know? <laughs> you're in, some, sometimes you're almost relieved. You're like, oh, I don't have to, like, take my glasses off and put my hair up and all that. And, like, I, I look like hell right now. But thank God they didn't want a picture. They just wanted to say, like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I love your work. And that's it. And, you know, let's just keep it casual. That's one thing I'd like to say that, like, a lot of fans, I mean, I know I would fangirl for Jericho, but on the down low, you just have to remember that these people are people, too, and they appreciate that you watch them, and at the same time, just relax, you know, just yeah. for people, you know, be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to mark you don't want to mark out because I think that's that's the baddest thing is just to mark out. But like inside, it's inside. It's like the little boy inside of me. He's like, oh my god, I'm meeting this person, you know. And it's like, but I keep you keep it cool. You, you know, you just keep it cool. Right, and then and then after that, you'd be like, Marty Skrull touched my hand. I'm never watching this hand again. <laughs> yeah, you know, after like after they walk away, you'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's basically how it was. I was like, I was like, I was like, I met Paige, I met Seth Rollins. I'm like, this is fucking great, man. And right, yeah, and then meeting meeting some of the people. Oh yeah, I, I was kind of a mark mark for uh, Terry Taylor <laughs> or Terry. Oh my god, what happened? NXT came to Daytona. Okay, there there they are. NXT in Daytona. And we went up there to meet, like, I think in um, Big Cass was signing autographs and some other people back uh-huh. when he was in NXT. Terry Taylor, Taylor came up to say, hey, guys, we got, you know, and I was like, I was like, yeah, you guys are cool. I'm like, Mr. Taylor, Mr. Taylor. Come. I'm like, can I take a picture with you, man? And I got the picture and he took a picture. And I was like, I was like, you're awesome, man. I shook his hand. He's like, thank you. And I was like, cool. <laughs> he probably doesn't get that a whole lot with like everybody, like all the other people that he's around all day. Like, and you'd he, probably surprised, like, holy crap, this person knows me. Yeah. I, I haven't been on TV in a while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was like, I have to have, you know, in the back of his mind, he's probably like, I kind of appreciate this, but I'm glad I'm not being mobbed like those guys over there. Just, just a little appreciation, like, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, I think it, I think so. I still got the picture up. My my nephew took it when he went with us to uh, see NXT. I think it's he. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Every Lee Show Instagram. If you, okay. you, you know how you you got the pictures, but if you get hit, um, what is it? Pictures that you're tagged in other pictures. It's well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's right there. There I am with uh, Terry Taylor. You know. <laughs> yeah, you smile. You had that cheese smile. Look like <laughs> it was great. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you guys are cool though, but this guy's cooler, you know. Right, it's like when, like somebody like one of the older guys walks and you're like, man, I watched you when I was five years old. And... Yeah, yeah. How how was your reaction when you said you watched the Rumble this weekend? How was your reaction to see? I Edge shit my come pants. Back? I already know what you're going to ask. I shit my... I knew, unfortunately, with the internet and all of its infinite spoilers, I knew he was coming back, and I'm, I, I just... I, I still heard... You think you know me, and I was like, there he is! Oh, sorry. I just... <laughs> That's how excited you got. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ow, my head. Who <laughs> fell out of my head? You should be used to that by now. <laughs> yeah, that's that was that was that was crazy because he denied the reports about it from what I was reading online, and I I said to myself I was like, well, he shot that down because most of the time when they shoot it down, it's true or it's not. And when he's like, no, I didn't sign a contract. No, I didn't do this. I said to myself, I said, well, I was like, who the hell? Maybe he really did. Maybe he's really done. And yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nine years, nine years, and then he comes back, and it's like. But I think like the Royal Rumble was like the perfect time for him to do so because then he doesn't really have to worry about like any kind of match preparation. It's just in, and you're basically beating the shit out of it. It's a free for all, you know. And I think yeah. that was a good time for him to come back. That was a good um, show to bring him back on because then he doesn't have to like go, oh crap, my neck, or oh crap, I'm hurt. You know, you can just kind of like, and you can tell he's a little winded and a little rusty. But um, you know, after nine years, I think anyone would be. Ru I was rusty when I came back after a few years. You know, I was, it's like, oh shit, I don't remember if I can still do this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, oh god, going coming home and taking a hot shower, going, I really need to work on my cardio. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was happy. I mean, like when I saw Christian in the pre-show, I kind of went, "He's here." I can, I can just like it's the, like like the force. I can just feel him. He's here. I know. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's here somewhere. Yeah. So, and That's... that chair. Did he take a share shot uh, Monday? I didn't get to see it, but I, I saw. I heard like rumor, and I went, "Yeah." I'm like, yeah, if, yeah. He's little, if he's okay with that, then fine. But I'm like. I'm not going to be taking a chair shot my first match or my first show back. I'm like, oh, after <laughs> the neck fusion and all that. I'm like, I know. Are you crazy? Yeah, he, he is. It was the, yeah, it was the chair, uh, chair or the thing that him and Christian. Yeah, the, yeah, him and Christian used to do to like the Hardys and, or, you know, the, like the Dudleys. Anybody. <laughs> the Dudleys. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, Dudleys. Pretty much, pretty much anybody. And, that's that's what he took. He took it from Orton because 
because I mean, I, I I hit the I hit the dirt sheets, of course, just to see what's true or not. I take things with a grain of salt because I don't know what's what's okay, happening. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's just, it's funny to see what they report and stuff, and then hear like the stuff that comes out of Dave Meltzer's mouth half the time. They're like, <laughs> Oh Lord, have mercy! You know he's just, he's his own sideshow. I swear to God, sometimes just yeah. And I I laugh at the comments that people say. Like, like they say, they say, oh, Dave Meltzer took his own uh, thing out of his mouth to actually have time to think about saying that. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, though. Like, yeah. Oh my God. yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It's it, it's crazy. But I was looking at them saying that he's going to probably have a match at Mania with Orton. And I'm like, I, I was like, that'd be interesting to see because that, that I, I'd love to see that. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that because him going up against someone who's like fast paced because of, you know, the time yeah. in the ring. And yeah, they set it up perfectly for Monday. I mean, Orton came out, it was at the end of raw and he basically was like, Orton said, let's get our rated RKO together before edge can say anything. Boom. Out of nowhere. RKO chair to the back and then uh chair Kato, And then there you go. So I don't know what you're going to do. There's a picture of him laying, him with a chair and edges down, and I went, oh, God, oh, God, he didn't. And then I'm like, he did. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. But if you really do think think about the situation with Edge, it's been nine years because he retired in 2011, and nine right. years, everything pretty much is, I mean, look, look what happened to Shawn Michaels. 97 with that casket match he fucked up his back had surgery and yeah. then come back in 2003 and then he had the best best i think his best years and his best matches from 2003 until taker retired him right right and you know at that point uh with sean like after he came back at, at that point he could kind of just like pick and choose what he was doing which i think prolonged his career uh, he just wasn't going out and having match after match after match. He's like, okay, I'm going to have a match at Mania. I'm going to have a match at this pay-per-view. And not do a whole lot, like, show-wise, like uh, like Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and all that. Mm-hmm. So he kind of he kind of was able to save his body yeah. um, in that respect. So and I hope, I hope that's what Edge does, um, where he does, um, like, pay-per-view kind of stuff only like for, like, Monday Night Raw and all that like builds himself up to whatever, have like a run in here, a run in there, and then have like, you know, their a regular match at um, one of their pay-per-views. And yeah. he'll last a lot longer if he does that. And mm-hmm. I hope he realizes that because I love Edge. <laughs> yeah, I do. I... Whenever, and whenever someone gets hurt, I'm like, you know, you don't have to wrestle every night. I'm like, once you, you know, there's other people on the roster to fill your spot. Just heal up. Just heal up. Get better. Come back. Live another, you're wrestling another 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't keep your life short, man. Don't. It's not worth it. Yeah. Edge Edge is the walking him along with Shawn Michaels and any other person that, especially Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, look how long he was gone. And he. Oh, my back. God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those three right there. But Edge would have to be the perfect embody of. Not giving up, and I love the promo he cut on Raw before Orton took him out. He basically mm-hmm. said, 
I'm going to retire on my terms. My terms, yeah. My terms. I love that because he's like, because I got grit. I just, I love it. I love it. I'm so happy uh, that uh, he he's back, and it's gonna be interesting. I mean, him calling out the calling out the ones that are still around, and calling out the new ones, and saying, "I'll see you down the road." You imagine Edge having a match with Seth Rollins. That would be pretty great. Yeah, AJ Styles. I mean, that's one. That's one I would want to see. Yeah. Uh, that's one I'm. I'm kind of like hoping they uh, push because I think a lot of people want to see that. Yeah. So I think he was out before the before AJ went to the E. So we never got or or it was that t- you know lapse in time or whatever. We never got to see that. And, you know, everyone's like like the um. Like fantasy football and all that, we got fantasy wrestling and all that, and everyone's like, "Oh, what if he had a match with AJ?" Yeah. And then for like, like almost ten years, we're like, "Oh, we're never gonna see that." And then he comes back at the Rumble, and you're like, "This might happen. Yeah. This, wait, this might happen. This might, uh, this might be good." Yeah. And even I, I'm gonna throw this out there: Edge versus Roman Reigns. You can get spear versus spear. There you go. You got that right there. You know. I, I can see that. I would. I would definitely watch that one. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my favorite AJ style matches is when he wrestled against Roman, tr- trying to go after the uh, WWE title, because AJ AJ just that match because AJ brought the best. I think I thought the best out of Roman Reigns because he made. AJ was offensive, high flying here and there and stuff though, but Roman when he'd come back it was like power, power. It was like a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's beating him down. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he made Roman like a powerhouse. He made he makes anyone look good he gets in the ring with and he he adapts to their style. He had hell, he had a great match with uh Kurt Angle and Impact, man. That was a hell of a match. <laughs> Yeah. Back in the back in the day, things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle there. <laughs> I was like saying we were talking about Kurt Angle uh, not too long ago, and he's like, "Yeah, what a gold medal with a freaky broken neck." <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a good that was a not to sound like a pun or anything, but that was a good angle for him. I liked how they actually went kind of IRL, like in real life, at the whole um, Olympics thing, and. Uh, and they, they kind of built him off from there. I'm trying to get my camera to stay. It's not staying. It's being true. <laughs> yeah, I got excited, and this stupid thing just doesn't want to stay. Hold on. Technical difficulty. You had some earlier. Now it's my turn. All right, there. I think we're good. There. I'm like putting my head off. Whatever. Okay. Anywho, screw it. Screw it. Just. All right. I'm done. I'm not. I'm not touching it. We're good. I'm not touching you anymore. I'm going to break it. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the cameras. I got this one camera right here, especially the one I'm using. To just the, it, it, I could go over and I could go like this to it. The thing would just fall over. It's doing the blurry eye thing. Yeah, that's the thing about that camera right there. It, it does the uh, blurry eye thing. Let me take a look here. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's the lighting and stuff. I mean, especially if I go like this, it's like, oh, it didn't. Like if you like if you move too fast, it's got like that. Yeah, wait, what was that? Yeah. What? <laughs> Squirrel. 
Well, that's what happens with Microsoft, man. That's what happens when you have a Microsoft camera. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Choking over here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, computer, computer issues. I mean, I get my husband in here and feel like he can go off for like three or four hours about how every program he hates and all this. I'm like, no, let's not do that. But you don't, nobody wants to hear that. Nah, nah. Especially, especially tonight because when I had uh, Twitch open up on the browser, I hate that because if you open it up and you barely click over back to it, it unmutes the unmutes the freaking the freaking like vol volume sound and it's like shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like I didn't I didn't want to do that, but thank you anyway. I yeah. mean, that's it's whatever. Yeah. It 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 is. It, it shit happens and of course I say this all the time anything happens when you go live on the Everett Lee show anything but you'll enjoy yeah. <laughs> you, you'll enjoy the replay of this when uh, you watch it back over on uh, on the YouTube channel the podcast scene network <laughs> people's gonna love that like, oh shit I said all that didn't I <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it. It's been great talking with you, man. Just a lot of a lot of cool conversation tonight, and having with you. Definitely. And I I love it. Uh, love to get you back on again on, uh, you know, sometime on the, back on the program and. Definitely, this was fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely love it, man. Love it. Good conversation. Good music. Talking about some heavy metal. Talking about some old school. I wrestling. I I, I, I'm, I Somebody says something, and I'll go off on something, and I'll say something, and I'll go off on something else. It's just <laughs> a lot. A lot of my conversations go. They're like, "Oh well, did you see this? Oh well, what do you think of that?" And I'll have like five different conversations at once. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It, it definitely is. What what upcoming events do you have coming up for yourself? Um, currently, uh, I think I just have uh, SCW. Uh, February 29th, and I might have like an ARW appearance um, February 8th. I don't know. Um, so, like, one of those things, I'll get there and I'll be like, so we're doing stuff tonight, we're not, you know, it's, it's kind of like. But as of right now, those are the two things I got going. So, the calendar is free, people. Let me know. Holler at your Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And where can where can people find you on social media at? Um, well mostly I just have like the, the Facebook thing going. I have an Instagram but I don't really use it a whole lot, so I usually just direct my um anyone to my Facebook because I usually post all my matches and whatnot there on my YouTube channel. Um so if you just look for uh, the amazing Amazon Natasha Crane, I think you linked it on the description. So if I, if you want to just click that and you go there and then my YouTube link is in there somewhere, but or you just um, Natasha Crane. I mean, you can't miss me. It's I'm hard to miss. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I I do want to thank you for coming coming on tonight. And before I do do close out, I do want to mention uh, since we're talking about social media and where to uh, find find you at. You can uh, find more of the Everly Show over on podcasting.net, Podcasting Network, your top source for independent podcasts, and follow them over on Facebook, Podcast City Network, 
and hit them up on Twitter at Podcast City Net. You can watch the video portion of this podcast and previous released podcast and podcast from all our great shows over on the YouTube channel, Podcast City Network, and be sure to follow them right here on Twitch for notifications when the Everett Lee Show, as myself, goes live right here on Podcast City Network's Twitch channel and audio portions of this podcast and previous Release podcast you can find over on Stitcher Radio, iTunes. Give a rating and a comment, and Podbeam. Be sure to download those apps for your smartphone and tablets to keep up with the latest of the Everett Lee Show. And of course, over on social media, Facebook Everett Lee Show, on Twitter at the Everett Lore Score Lee, Instagram Everett Lee Show, and YouTube Everett Lee Show, and. Next week on the podcast, next Tuesday, I will have none other than returning to the podcast, the Gold Rush Solomon Stone. He will be on the program talking about a lot of good things that he has coming up and much more. But the week after that, none other than Mr. Master of Wrestling Ring Music. Hurricane J.J. McGuire is coming back on Tuesday night, February 11th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on twitch.tv slash podcast network and facebook.com slash the Everett Lee. And, of course, Mr. Gold Rush Solomon Stone, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on twitch.tv and facebook.com. And that is it for the other Lee Show podcast. I will see everyone Thursday night for Slamming Thursday with the Chris Rose. We'll be talking about our predictions, if they were correct or not, on the Royal Rumble this past weekend. And much, much more wrestling discussion. So everyone, have a good night. And we'll see you again next time. Peace.